Hi, it's producer Chris from The Bugle here. Did you know that I have a new series of my podcast, Richie Firth Travel Hacker, out now? It's the show where Richie Firth and I talk about how to make travel better in our very special way. In this series, we discuss line bikes, Teslas, the London Overground, and a whole bunch of other random stuff that possibly involves wheels or tracks or engines of some variety. God, what a hot sell this is. I mean, you 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 must be so excited. Listen now. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. The Bugle presents The Last Post with Alice Fraser. And welcome to The Last Post, the final word in this, the most final of worlds. Today's episode marks the 10th of August of the year 2020. On this date in 1797, Emperor Francis I permitted Jews who had served in the military to marry non-Jews, though he didn't ask their mothers, and I think they would have had something to say about that. And in 1881, on this day, the US National Lawn Tennis Association removed the word national from its name, forever changing the face and name of lawn tennis. <laughs> Your guest today on the podcast is a fan favourite, celebrity celebrity, Mr. Andrew Zaltzman. Welcome back to the show. Hello, Alice. It's, uh, it's, it's, it's great to be back. And when it comes to lawn tennis, you know, I found that if you just turn up and start playing on someone's lawn, they get quite angry with you. And so, I mean, is it a sport that really needs that word in its name anymore? I mean, it's not really played on lawn. When do you see a clay lawn? <laughs> when, did you, when did you ever go to someone's house and they say, come and see my lawn and it's a bit of blue concrete? <laughs> what, 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 what other secrets is tennis as a sport trying to... Hi- I mean, why does it insist on trying to hoodwink the world into thinking, oh, we love gardening, there's going to be a lawn involved, and all of a sudden you're just seeing two people smashing the ball over a net on a carpeted uh, indoor... Well, interestingly, Andy, it was originally... When uh, will the lies end, Alice? I mean, the the lies are ever-present, but interestingly, lawn tennis was short for its original name, which was Law and Order Tennis, uh, which was the first tennis to have (laughs) rules. Before that, it was just people firing tennis balls at each other out of bazookas. Oh, there we go. We learn something every day. Your top story today is cyber warfare news brought to you by the cyber warrior himself, Mr Andrew Zaltzman. But first, some headlines of stories we don't have time for. And in internet news today, Microsoft Clippy is back. Remember Microsoft Clippy, who would make helpful suggestions in your little Word documents? He's now providing a new social media service integrated with Facebook, Twitter, TikTok, Instagram, Tinder, and the other one. The new Clipper service will alert you if it recognizes common phrases that make it look like you might be writing some hate speech or sexual harassment. It looks like this is a dick pic. Would you like to A, draft a preemptive apology, B, put your dick away, or C, put your dick away and apologise for something else you've almost definitely done? <laughs> I'm looking forward to seeing that 
on computers everywhere in the near future. Or D, slightly reframe the artistic picture you've just taken of your sausage and potatoes dinner. (laughs) And in Kanye West news, Kanye West is continuing to be Kanye West despite protests. (laughs) And that's all the time we have for the headlines of stories we don't have time for, because now it's time for your ads. Your ad section now, because you can't be what you can't buy. This episode of the podcast is brought to you by Cybersecurity Marvin's anti-antivirus software software, for when you want software to protect you from the endless notifications from your antivirus software. (coughs) Buy some online today. And if you don't, we'll send you reminders every four hours for the rest of time. And this episode of the podcast is brought to you by Judgment, the browser extension that makes Facebook less addictive by just showing you a picture of your unfiltered, flaccid face staring into the void of useless junk information. (coughs) It's a mirror. It's just a mirror. (laughs) And this episode of the podcast is brought to you by The Universe. The Universe and half a glass of water. Half a glass of water made by and inside The Universe. Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. My solution is plush care. PlushCare is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com people today. That's all the time we have for your ad section today because now it's time for your top story. The last post. Top story today, cyber warfare. Andrew Zaltzman, what's happening in the world of cyber warfare right now? Now, special themed tech edition. Yes, well, the cold cyber war has got hot over recent times. There's been some very intense fighting in the cyber war. Russia, just in the last week, is estimated to have lost 324,000 Twitter bots after a European counteroffensive. <laughs> but the thing with Russia is they'll just, Devastating. they'll just keep throwing bots at the problem in the traditional Russian way. They're not really concerned about losses. It's all about the overall end result. And really, humanity finds itself fighting its cyber war on multiple fronts, which is never a good thing to do in a war. It never ends well. I mean, you're fighting state bullshit, corporate bullshit, guerrilla bullshit from, uh, you know, the individual (laughs) cyber warriors, you know, from the likes of Mikey, the legend 32, actual real truth teller 49, conspiracy theorem prover, Too true for you numbskulls, real Donald Trump, at conservatives, and this bullshit account called at hello buglers. And also you're fighting (laughs) hacker bullshit. Now, because the hackers make it very hard, because you're focusing on the kind of big state cyber war, but then you have hackers sort of just disrupting daily life. The latest incident was when the milk and potato delivery service, Udder Spudder Buddies, had its (laughs) website hacked so that people could only order pints of rhino blood and hand grenades instead of milk and potatoes. Now, people still ordered because people like receiving stuff to their houses. It's an innate human impulse ever since 
we lived in caves and um, only relatively few customers complained when they were actually delivered milk and potatoes instead of the blood and hand grenades they thought they were getting. <laughs> Another problem is that all the sides in the cyber war are also fighting regional cyber wars against each other and other cyber powers, uh, as well as proxy cyber wars, civil cyber wars, cyber wars of independence and all the rest. It's like the history of humanity all over again, but faster and less corpsey. <laughs> I mean, in Britain, we're getting increasingly concerned and um, there's reports that the government is going to launch conscription uh, of um, teenage social media users to go and, and fight uh, for Queen and Country and uh, in the front lines of the cyber war uh, and that all British teenagers will be forced to post up to 25 directly or implicitly anti-Russian social media uh, postings <laughs> a week or, or risk a court-martial. So, um, I mean, it's it's tough times, Alice. And uh, the tech, tech giants, obviously, I mean, reportedly... Uh, Things would get even worse. They're reportedly on, on the, the verge of developing a new mega weapon in the cyber wars. Not entirely sure what it might be, but it could be a new nuclear level meme, something so addictive that the entire world gets distracted doing their own waspishly amusing fresh takes on a woman looking surprised at a dog humping a lamppost or whatever the nuke meme proves to be. And then they can just you know do whatever they want in terms of taking over the world without anyone anyone really noticing because the memes are so 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 amusing <laughs> twitter has announced a new scheme where because it's obviously been criticized a lot for the spreading of uh, of misinformation and uh, you know hate speech and the like and um it's announced a new scheme where it will um ask its users nicely to issue their own falsehood warnings when they tweet a piece of bullshit so we'll see how that goes obviously you can't control corporate giants alice that's just one of the one of the rules of life they're like dogs yeah they just have a nature and you can't can't really do anything to train it unless you put some effort in and that's not really the way we do things these days so um that's just the way it is and just uh, one final piece of news from the cyber wars the latest from the siege of facebook you know, one of the great kind of the, <laughs> the virtual stalingrad in a lot of ways and the, the governments of the world are trying to trying to besiege facebook to grind it down before it humiliatingly surrenders and agrees to take a small amount of responsibility for what it publishes. <laughs> but this siege could take a long... I mean, sieges often go on for longer than you expect at the start, and Facebook has reserves of only uh, X trillion dollars. Please make up a figure there. I can't be asked to look it up, <laughs> and it will probably have gone up by the time the neural message gets from my brain to my mouth. So, according to my calculations, Facebook should be able to withstand the virtual siege from governments and regulators around the world for, at an estimate, 829 years. So it's really... Uh, <laughs> battle of patience before we, we have a winner in that one. Well, I'm looking forward to seeing the outcome and keeping my hands clean, Andrew. That's all the time we have for your top story today because now it's time for your letters to the editor. Your letters to the editor now. And remember, you can send a letter to the editor by writing to us at thelastpost at somethingelse.com. Dear Ms. Fraser and random co-host, that's you today, Andrew, and may I say, you are not random, you are very carefully hand-selected from a wide range of co-hosts. <laughs> this is what people don't realise about this show, Alice, the harrowing process of being selected as co-host, where you get all the co-hosts <laughs> and you line them up against the wall and you you pick them and you, know, you humiliate the last one left who <laughs> doesn't get to do an episode for the next month. It's like being at school all over again. The first thing I do when I get given a pile of co-hosts is I cut half and throw half in the bin and I go, I don't want any co-hosts that are unlucky. <laughs> I am having a dispute with a representative from the Chase Mortgage Company and need some help. The representative wants me to send Chase money and in exchange they will allow me to continue to live in my house. 
I explained that according to Alice Fraser, money is made up and therefore doesn't matter. Hey, wait a second. I've said it made up. It's made up. I didn't say it doesn't matter. There's plenty of things that are made up that do matter. For example, comedy, uh, <laughs> government, this show. Cricket. Uh, to return to the letter, their representative says they have never heard of you. Can you please contact Chase and provide them with your economic bona fides? I am sure that once you have done this, we can clear up this whole misunderstanding. Thank you in advance, JP. Uh, do you have any advice for JP before I <laughs> win? Well, I mean, traditionally, banks and financial organisations don't respond especially well to arguments of, uh, sort of existential philosophy. So if you can prove that either the bank doesn't exist or your property doesn't exist, then the fact that money doesn't exist has some supporting evidence. The thing is, if it's only one thing of the, the things in the, the financial relationship that doesn't exist. The fact that the rest do exist <laughs> makes the contract binding. So you have to prove that not only is the money made up, but actually Chase itself is entirely fictitious and doesn't genuinely exist, which actually is probably easier to do than you think. Well, that's excellent advice, JP. Let us know how it goes. And if you have a letter to the editor, send it in at thelastpost at somethingelse.com. Thank you for listening to The Last Post today. We're here in your ears 366 days of this year and we'll be back tomorrow with all the latest news in this dimension. Subscribe to get a new version of this podcast every day right into your listening device. Your guest today was Mr Andrew Zaltzman. Andy, have you got anything to plug? Uh, yeah, it's a charitable um, awareness campaign, Monosyllable Awareness Month, ah. uh, which admittedly <laughs> only one of those three words really uh, really kind of lives up to its its the purpose of the campaign because i think we've become you know increasingly obsessed with 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 long long words and have uh, forgotten actually the, the the joys of communicating through simple solo syllables or even just just noises and mm. and and really if you look back through human history back to you know the times when really we just communicated through grunts actually there was there was far few far fewer you know wars and economic collapses back in those days and you know people generally were happier and and, and healthier and um, maybe it's it's to do with 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 not communicating so much so um please reduce everything you say for the next month to one syllable at a time well, I will do that once I've finished signing off this show. And thank you so much for coming on today. The last post is an Alice <coughs> Fraser <laughs> and Bugle Podcasts production. If you enjoyed today's show, go back and listen to previous shows. They exist. Tell your <coughs> friends about the show or advertise us to your social networks. Your listenership is yeah. the metric we use to sell advertising space, so you'd better pull your weight. I am Alice Fraser. Toot. Find me online at Adalliterative on Twitter and Instagram. That's A-L-I-T-E-R-A-T-I-V-E. Or commit to the full Alice Fraser experience by signing up on patreon.com slash Alice Fraser for a behind-the-scenes look at my glamorous life. The executive producer of this podcast is Christopher D. Skinner. His adoring and bedazzled subordinate producers are Harriet Wells and Ped Hunter, as they and we always say, Ugh. <laughs> That means good luck to you, Christopher, and I'll talk to you again tomorrow. Uh.